morning, everyone. We celebrate um, Mary, um, the church's teaching about the assumption, um, body and soul of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the mother of our Savior, Jesus Christ. My friends, the, um, for many years, even myself as a priest and a preacher, I have often focused on the assumption and the teaching about the assumption regarding Mary. And in the end, it is a mystery. And I can talk to you for 50 years and talk about the document, but uh, perhaps what is better uh, is for us to talk about the implication of the assumption for you. Because everything that God does is always for you. What he did for Mary, he did not only for Mary, but for you. So the assumption has an implication for you then. And um, the assumption, of course, happens at the end of Mary's life on earth. And it becomes a great marker for it. Um, and the assumption means, uh, with Mary, uh, she was assumed body and soul into heaven. Remember, Jesus ascended of his own power. Mary, the word assume means something is done to you. Mary cannot raise herself from the dead. So something had to be done for her. So uh, God raises her body and soul into the heavenly realms. And uh, while it marks the end of her life, it also uh, is equally about the beginning of her work as intercessor in heaven for all of us. Her assumption is the inauguration of an era uh, when all generations indeed would call her blessed. And not just the Catholic Church and not just the Orthodox Christians, but the whole world needs to recognize her. The octave day of the Assumption celebrates the queenship of Mary. That'll be next week, Thursday. Uh, that one is a memorial, not a holy day of obligation, but I'd be more than happy to make it uh, a holy day of obligation. <laughs> uh, but I don't have that power. Uh, friends, the many traditional representations of the Assumption uh, used to show Jesus crowning her. Um, often, um, Many thought of the octave day, uh, but actually that image in history uh, often referred to Jesus and his mother being assumed into heaven. That symbolic image was intended to show that in the, in the assumption, Jesus gives his mother, Jesus gives his mother the most powerful intercessory role in heaven and on earth. There is no one of flesh and blood that is superior to her. Jesus says something about John the Baptist, but that is for another time. <laughs> In past times, as I said, many of uh, the homilies given by bishops, priests, cardinals, deacons uh, of the Assumption would have emphasized the mystery of the Assumption uh, as one of the special privileges uh, given to Mary. However, today we should try to see the great privileges of her life uh, as moments that carry a promise for each one of you. Mary's assumption shows us, first of all, the conclusion of a life of faith and fidelity. Here's what you should expect if you do the same. That's remarkable. It is a pledge that full salvation in Christ is available for each one of you also. Where Mary has gone, we hope to follow. And in good times and in bad times, 
we can look at the picture of Mary, in particular of the Assumption, and know that that same reward of a glorious life awaits all of us who are faithful to Christ every day, not just on Sundays. That's going to get you in trouble. (laughs) If you just do Sunday, you're called to be a Christian every single day. Every moment of faithfulness, which may go unseen by others, is seen by God. Am I making myself clear? It doesn't matter if no one else recognizes or sees it. God does, and it matters to him. Every interior struggle against temptation, about which the world will never know that you have to do, God knows that you've done it. Every good intention that the world misunderstands and could care less about is absolutely understood by God, and it matters to him. Mary's assumption gives us the reassurance that she is with us in these battles of life because she fought them also. The book of Revelation, which we hear from today, describes a woman clothed in the sun and the stars who escapes the destruction of the dragon. The book of Revelation is filled with many symbolisms. Other people think secret things, but not secret, just symbols uh, that have to be interpreted. And uh, uh, the dragon represents all that is wicked, all that is evil, all the struggles. And we are told that the woman escapes this. The woman whom it speaks about could mean Israel. The woman that is referenced could mean the church. And, of course, It can mean Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ. The woman of the apocalypse described maybe all three because Mary is profoundly and forever linked with Israel. And she is profoundly and ever linked with the church. At any rate, every generation and every life has its own struggles with the dragon. Each one of you battle that daily, I suspect. And that presents itself in many forms, for Satan is very clever. It may be the falling apart of a marriage, the death of a friend or family member, financial struggles, health struggles. We see the dragon comes in many forms. At any rate, every generation and every person in it must struggle. Mary assists us in the battle of this life. This is her work, if you will. This is her passion. This is her love. Because she was your mother. She is the mother of Jesus Christ. She is the mother of our Lord and God. But she is your mother. My experience of her is even from a child, her presence was known. No, no visions. No, 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 none of that. That's not what I'm talking about. In prayer. She was always there. Always. What did she say to me? My son wishes to speak with you. Will you render him the grace of speaking to him? And of course, you know, my biological mother would say, he's a brat. (laughs) (laughs) So usually it was no. (laughs) To which Mary smiles. I will wait. For the correct answer. 
and she simply pushes you to her son. As a matter of fact, the last words written down of Mary found on John is, do whatever my son tells you to do at the wedding of Cana. She has always been there. When it seemed my family was falling apart, when it seemed the cancer was going to take over, there she was. What was she doing? Reminding me that her son loves me and that no matter what, it would be okay. And isn't that what mothers do? Mary assists us in our battles. And when we honor her, we give God glory. Do you actually think that Jesus, her son, does not want you to honor his mother? That is craziness if you think the opposite of that. What son does not want his mother honored? And would not give her everything that was in his power. Mary has given a singular place of intercessory role for each of you before the Heavenly Father. Finally, the assumption shows us that the body follows the soul. Are you listening to me? The assumption tells you and I and the world that the body will follow the soul. In the end, our bodies will be raised to be reunited with our soul. In the assumption of Mary, we see that our hope, our limitations, and even our isolations will be healed and fulfilled in God. All things are reconciled in and only with God. Our second reading, St. Paul, put forth that no earthly authority or power has that ability to do anything for you. And in the end, it will end itself also. History itself shows us that all such things are temporary because they are of the earth. Christ alone will ultimately be victorious because he is the final authority and the final power in all things. He will complete every human life, not by destroying it, but by completing it and finalizing each person's deepest aspirations. The assumption shows us what will happen to those who have spent their life being faithful to God. That is what the assumption shows you. What you should expect by being faithful. There was a long period of time when Mary was a point of contention among the many Christian denominations. It seems to be slowly disappearing today as more and more Christians understand Mary as a model of discipleship for each of us and for the church. She is the greatest disciple of her son. She was faithful to God in all things. This is why she becomes one of the greatest examples to each of us to every Christian, and to every human being, really. The assumption shows us that the goal of the entire Christian community and of every person of goodwill is eternal and full union with God, its creator.
in her in the assumption Mary is the leader of a huge procession of people who will be reunited with God forever. Furthermore, and finally, the assumption assures us that in God's eyes, our entire humanity is precious, all of it, and that we are that you of Jesus' promise, I will raise you up on the last day. Amen.